Welcome to Better Overall Saw, an episode-by-episode episode podcast about Better Cool Saw, beginning with Season 3. I'm Talia Ripley. And I'm Ethan Crane. Now, just to let you know, because Better Cool Saw is a spin-off, of course, from Breaking Bad, um, that we have loads of spoilers for Breaking Bad, so don't listen to us if you haven't seen all five seasons of that. Um, this week we're going to talk about Episode 7 of Season 3, Expenses. Um, and we covered how huge amounts of rubbish get deposited under freeways. Uh, talked about Daniel Wormald, the character who doesn't realise the rules of communication for the genre that he's found himself in, and had a really, really torturous roundup of the methodology and counterindications of established angina pharmacology. Hope you enjoy. So, I've got to admit that I, I was a little bit confused when this episode started. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I, um, we often I, say that, don't we? Yeah. Well, no, I think you said that I was confused about one of the episodes, the episode with Salamanca a bit looking a bit young. Mm, sort of oh, like. yeah, yeah. But it was more this time when um, when we saw um, Jimmy standing up on the big long wall, turning yeah. up with all the other people. I thought this was some kind of job that he was now going for. Oh, sure. Rather, yeah. I, I thought that too. Oh, did you? Right, I don't okay. think that was confusion as opposed to just, you know, misdirection. That's right, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, 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 I thought, you know what I thought he was yeah. going to do? I thought he was going to be in a police lineup. That's what I thought as well. Yeah. 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 And then you thought, that's a really, like, a mixed bag of people to stick in a police lineup. Also, a really long lineup as well, with a really tall wall. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I thought it'd be some joke about him getting sort of fingered, so not, you know, caught out and saying, well, I think it was you, and, like, he's just one of the extras. But, uh, yeah, that's yeah. this classic stupid comedy stuff that obviously they didn't go that way. No. Um, and they were just showing, this is some more of the fallout from, um, him, you know, be, him being suspended. Him being suspended. Yeah. So he felt, felt like that was a great success last, um, last week, but. Well, the episode last week. Yeah. Yeah. But really, we've got some, or well, not last week, week before, of course. There's an, I think it's two episodes. Sorry, what are you calling was a, a great success? His, his triumph against, um, against yeah. Chuck. Yes. And now. Now he's dealing with the con. Even though he wasn't disbarred, he's now dealing with the consequences of yes. being suspended for a year. Yeah, because he yeah. doesn't have an income, and we've yeah. set it up that he. I still think it's a little bit contrived that he's so desperate to keep that big office, which is a big lot of expenses. Well, you would even if he wasn't, even if he didn't have to get the office, he'd still need to get some money from somewhere, wouldn't he? Yes. He hasn't got any any kind of work that he can really do at the moment. No. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no. So this is, yeah. But that, yeah. do you not think it's a little contrived that, you know, it, it relies to some extent, it's relying on him wanting Yeah, a little bit. I mean... Because yeah, we've already got the, that we, we've got a little scene here between him and Kim where she's talking about, so we yeah. get an idea of the amount, you know, it's hundreds and hundreds of, of dollars. Yes. Every... And he's wanting to show her that he can keep up his end of paying for it. Yeah, and it's not, you kind of think... What is he that proud? Will he will he well, not like well, accept being what, coasting along with her on her money for a little while? But I mean, like you said last week, it's you know she would say get rid of the office and yeah. something else, get rid of Francesca, um, and you know that he wants to keep that just because it means something to him. Is that not wanting to give Chuck the satisfaction of like seeing him having to get rid of those things? You think? Oh, I don't know. He doesn't have any contact with Chuck. Chuck's not seeing any of this either, one way or the other. No, no, he's not seeing. I not, mean, he, yeah. Chuck might turn on the TV and see him as Saul Goodman, mightn't he? In the um, in the very very trashy commercial. So that's going to look like a little bit of a, uh, a low. I wasn't thinking of how um, Jimmy 
Jimmy imagined um, Chuck actually seeing what's happened to Jimmy. I was thinking more what Jimmy is going on in Jimmy's head, as we see right at the end of this episode, actually. Right. You know, he's yeah. obviously still having an argument with Chuck in his head kind of thing, isn't yes. he? You know, and he's um, get, um, getting, back at, okay. getting back at him in various ways. Okay. I, don't, I don't know, no, but, but I, do, I do, going back to your other point, I do agree that it is a little bit contrived, but it's kind of like... A, He's, we've got to find some way of yes. him needing money, basically. Or at least putting the pressure on, because he still yeah. needs some money, obviously, like you said, to work. Yeah. To work. Um, yeah. And so what we've got, we really, this is this is a little bit of a downbeat episode, isn't it? Because it's, yeah. at least as far as Jimmy's concerned, it's it's a sort of like a succession of failures. Yeah. Um, we do have some quite nice comedy. Yeah, plus we don't have any of the, the fan pleasing in this episode, really, do we? Which we've had in the past couple of episodes. I mean, last episode was probably my favourite episode ever because of all the family. I was really pleased. But <laughs> um, was yeah. that music shop familiar? Was that the guitar shop? Yeah. Was it from Breaking Bad? Yeah. I just thought, you know, the bit where they go and they have to buy um, big boxes. So it's it's quite near the end of Breaking Bad. I think in season five, um, they get, uh, Jesse goes and buys a lot of these things that roadies use for pushing. Oh, is it for transporting method? Yes, it's right. sort of transporting all the, their lab equipment from house to house when they're doing the fumigation thing. What, and they go and buy it in a guitar shop? Yes, and that's where you have a lovely scene where Skinny Pete plays the, plays the piano so beautifully. Oh, <laughs> right, I don't remember that. Yeah. I <laughs> thought that good. was in that music shop. Uh, possibly. I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? They do like using, using uh, Real things from before. Using it, so yeah. yeah, yeah, it could be. Um... But yeah, 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 yeah. So put, Jimmy's having a hard time. Jimmy yeah. has a. There is so much rubbish under that flyover. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they kind of showed why, didn't they? Because people throw stuff over the side from uh, from the freeway. It's not very nice. But, um... No, can you imagine, not imagine? I mean, we don't have we don't have high rise from freeways in the UK, but you can imagine, can't you? More than more than in somewhere where the roadside is right next to the road. You chuck something and it disappears over the edge and it's more out of sight. I can imagine that being more yeah. inviting to people. The bin that never fills up. The bin you never see as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that seemed it's quite a nice idea of him trying to be on the phone and sort of saying, oh, yeah, we're dislocation yeah. filming. That's one of, our, one of our trucks going by, um, which is quite cute. I think what was running through my head whilst watching that scene was... was um, Okay, right. We're into a new phase of this story now. Mm. We're we're in the how how is Jimmy going to make some money for himself? How is he going to survive for this year before he can become a lawyer again? And our inevitable answer is, given that we know his future, is he's going to get involved with 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 some kind yeah. of criminality. Criminality. And I and I think I mean in the same way we've said with Mike's story that. Um, it's almost like I can sort of picture the steps myself or predict those steps myself, but I don't really want them to happen too quickly. I don't no, want well, them to happen. You don't want it over and done with, but also you no. don't want it to fall as pat as you. Yeah, I don't want it. them to happen. I don't want them to happen in the way that my head is possibly yeah. quite formulaically yeah. predicting sure. them to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of on constantly on the lookout for that. I suppose I'm constantly on the lookout okay. for, you know, this whole thing of things going badly for Jimmy and making adverts mm. and him trying to keep up with Kim or whatever. At the moment, that's all veering down the line of my my very predictable way it's going to happen. And so 
Yeah, you're I'm, not, I'm waiting for you're it to veer off. In, I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling. I'm waiting for it to veer off in the direction I'm not it's expecting. What we want. Yeah. Okay, we know. We know it can't be that he makes great fortune and the whole advert thing is a wonderful success. Yeah. It seems that it's going to be a failure, and then he will move into something else. It, I, we don't want it to be the last thing we want it to be is a sort of just a dead end because that's very unsatisfying to a plot line isn't it don't want what to be with the end a kind of you know this story dead end so that's the bit where he goes and does tries out his luck of doing this then he has to reverse and he goes off in some other direction you want something from this story thread to kind of play a part in the f- ongoing forward thing you want something well, we about do. this advertising to push him forward don't I mean, no. Is, do you not agree that? Yes, but it does, though, doesn't it? In a way, because we know from Breaking Bad that he makes adverts as Saul Goldman, as Saul um, Goldman the lawyer. So okay. is that not a continuation? It's a little bit, but it's not like quite the same. It's not like no, no. I mean, you need it to be that this leads it, not just have a link. I mean, it needs to be that right. he does something, and then it's like, oh well, he'd have never. That would inevitably never have happened unless he'd have done those adverts. And now, because of this, that's happened. Right. Yes. Yes. But, know, but something, anyway. well, well, that is something very unexpected. And, yeah. and we want that to be something yeah. really off the wall. Again, incredibly easy to criticise. <laughs> really freaking hard to fill in all the... Yes. The, Should we get uh, our little chart notes? again that, that yeah. anyone listening can't see? Yeah. The, uh, what did we call it? The... Well, it's the ratio between like the ease of which you can criticise something and the... And the ease the, of writing. The, red, the ease of writing. Yeah. And it's, it's very high indeed. Yes. Um, Okay. Yes. So, so yeah, we're, I think we're feeling a little bit underwhelmed, really, then. Yeah, but it's inevitable, isn't it? In in It's kind of like a, when you're starting a new section of the story and you're having to build up speed, yeah. aren't yeah, you, to something new. Like, we're, we're building up speed with Mike's bit of the story here, aren't we, yeah. as well? Like, Mike's not doing... Well, he's getting involved with um, with the guy who he used to be, you know, the... Yes. Do protection for them. Yeah. I looked up his name. His, yeah. his character is called Daniel Price Wormold. Daniel Price Wormold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. I really like that character. I really like that character. But but his he, we didn't see too much of, of Mike with him. It's more this is more like Mike getting into what you feel possible relationship with the woman Anita here, don't you? You feel as uh, yeah, that's yeah. An, another strand. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But um, I I'm just thinking. I'm slightly surprised we didn't have a little bit more of Mike and Nacho. Um, to counterbalance, to counterbalance the, the, the yes. slightly flat feel of Jimmy's story. You'd think that would be a sort of writing thing, wouldn't you? That you, yeah, you but, yeah. you have one one strand being a bit more exciting, whilst the other one's plodding along a little. Perhaps. But Breaking Bad, but, but Better, Better Call Saul doesn't seem to do that really, does it? Because yeah. they they crammed everything into the last episode. <laughs> yeah. All of the all of the fan pleasing moments in the last one. Um, you know, like yeah. finding out Jimmy calling himself Saul Goodman and and the laundrette, and then yeah, that's um, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Lydia turning up. Whereas they, they could have put sort of Gus's story. They could have moved that forward. Yeah, they could have done. They could have put. I mean, if so we is Gus that and, a good thing they did that? I don't know. I think if it'd be my writing decision, I think I'd have put like say the laundrette yeah. and Lydia in this episode yeah, 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 yeah. just to, for us to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. But then again, maybe that's a bit sad like we are you know there's there's accusations of too much fan pleasing as well but well if you were if you were putting on a big buffet of food say if you were a chef yeah. and you had like some food that was blander than, than the fancy stuff 
Yeah, no, no, no. You no, kind yeah. of spread out the fancy stuff, don't yes, you think, rather yeah. than... It, it yeah. does seem to make sense to me, but maybe that's too obvious. And maybe. Kind of a, yeah. um, a too obvious sort of pattern, if you like. Possibly, um, yeah. What do you think? Okay, so the, the storyline with Nacho and Daniel. Um, I, I quite like... I really so like this is... Daniel's. Um, this is the, the guy who used to do... Um, do some sort of trade with he works in, yes. he works in a drug company doesn't he yeah so he used to get Nacho some ingredient, meth ingredients yes, yeah. at some point. Yeah. so now Nacho's gone to him um, and we know he's got this pill that's um, Hector's pills for his heart yeah yep. yeah um, and, and and he's trying to to get Daniel to um, get him some sort of empty version of this yes. so there's nothing in there I just I really like the you know, can, can, character of Daniel as if it's sort of like everybody else has got the memo about the cool yeah. macho talk. And, and he's like... And he just says, okay. Okay, yeah. I love that line. Okay. Um, and I, I don't know, I quite... I'm really warming to his... his yeah, and he says that. He says, so is this kind of like, if I don't do this, you're going to beat me up? <laughs> yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. And it's... You, you feel he, he, he's never going to do something dreadful. I don't, maybe he's going to be like, because he was played as a complete idiot in, in the Yeah, he doesn't seem to be quite so much of an idiot now, does he? No, he seems to be a yeah. little bit like not such a, such a you know, not such a, um, a fool that would show off yeah. his money and just think, oh, I don't care. Like he's yeah. being more respectful of Mike. He's sort of saying, look, you know, I know I made a mistake. I, I think I need you with it. Do you think, because Mike's, like, um, he goes to Mike and says, Look, I think I need your help with doing it. Yeah, well, why doesn't he need Mike's help here? Um, because he thinks, well, I, I think the thing is, he doesn't trust Nacho. Okay. He doesn't trust Nacho at all. And so he just wants him for physical protection, essentially. Yeah, I think he thinks Nacho's going to beat the crap out of him. Well, I thought he was sort of saying, Look, I think Nacho's basically um, doing this. I don't want to do it. Can you yeah. get rid of Nacho for me? Right. That was that was my. Yeah, I was slightly confused about this. this the story. Mm. I was also confused about why Mike suddenly decided to take the job on again. Yes. When what? just after the meeting with Anita. Yeah. Just, yeah. So okay, let's go through it. So because when he first of all he just says it's a job when yeah. uh, Daniel Ara uh, says to to Mike, it, it, you know, would, would you help me? And he's like, no. And then he says it's uh, Nacho Vargas. That's the right surname, isn't it? Nacho Varga, I think. Varga? Varga. Varga. And it's like that's a uh, 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 moment and Mike turns around and he sort of doesn't say or do it at that point, but that's yeah. it's as if that's a big deal to him. So why? Well, I thought that was something to do with Mike's relationship with Gus and how Gus has said to Mike he doesn't want anything happening to Hector Salamanca for the moment. And so Mike... Is just I, I. So Mike jumps to the conclusion that he's asking him to do something. Therefore, he jumps to the conclusion that it's all about getting rid of Hector. Well, that's he says as much to Nacho, doesn't he? He yeah. says, "Well, you were asking him for these pills. We know that Hector has a heart condition. I'm guessing he takes these um, these pills." Uh, is Mike? Mike first seems worried that doesn't want um, Nacho to be bumping off Hector. And then seems to go along with it, doesn't it? Seems to go along with it to make sure that you cover your tracks. Sort of thing. Yes. Because you but just. Why would it's Mike... almost like he's going in there in a kind of con 
advisory position. Because why is Mike worried about that though? With, I mean, surely he'd like it to look like someone else had bumped him off rather than Mike himself, wouldn't he? I, yeah. Yeah, I I'm, a bit con- I'm a bit confused about Unless that. Unless Mike is actually a massive sucker for Nacho's eyes too. And he just wants them to be okay. I don't well, know. I'm treating him like, you know, like the drug dealing son he'd never had. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. So, and you said earlier he changes his mind after meeting with Anita. Yes, well, he does, doesn't he? he? Comes out of the meeting, and he and then he ring then he rings up Daniel. You notice Mike always says, it's me on the phone. Everyone knows who it is. Because <laughs> I'm the only guy who can talk this. Yeah. Hey, it's me. He does that. I think he's done that to Nacho. I've seen him do that too. It's Daniel here. He definitely sure does it to does. Jimmy. All, yeah, yeah, and Gus, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so what, cool another thing I'm confused it, about yeah. is um, why is Nacho offering $20,000 for some empty pill well, things? I guess he thinks it's worth it. That's a fair price. But how many of them is he getting? Yeah. He just looks like he's going to get a packet. Do you... One packet? I, I don't know. Yeah. Do you want to have the conversation that I'm sorry, but it's inevitable, about the medical... Oh. <laughs> yeah, go on. All right. Just I spent a lot of quite this afternoon researching. Oh, you really... <laughs> Can I just note that we uh, had stopped for three, maybe four hours whilst Talia researched the background to this, to the, um, the medical, um, of the medicine of the pills? Okay. That's nonsense. Like, I don't. So, uh, just to say, I do. Well, I'm I'm a midwife, so that actually means I know ugly squat about cardiac conditions. But um, um, I just I, I know a bit about drugs. So I hadn't heard of nitro nitroglycerine, but it is used. It's quite interesting. It is used for the treatment of angina. Now, angina is not kind of really life threatening. Angina is something you get when you're arteries just stop me when you're bored when your arteries get like third up basically it gives you heart pain it's a it dilates your your your, your vasodilates all your arteries and things so it means uh, that pain is reduced um angina is obviously something that's closely linked to coronary heart disease so if you have angina you're more likely to have uh what's you know a heart attack or myocardial infarction yeah call it um and but really, if he's, this isn't a pill that will stop you, you know, it isn't something you, angina doesn't kill you, so he has like, yeah, pain, and that will continue, or he can just rest and it'll go away. But don't you think that what Nacho's going to do is fill them with something else? <gasps> oh, yeah, And why do you want the empty ones otherwise? Well, why does anybody ask him to fill them up? It'll be annoying to have that big capsule that you have to then stick something in, and then it'll be, I, but, but it's... Well, why would you want Dan, what, what's Daniel going to fill them with? I well, thought something would have been a good. I thought the idea he's just going to have empty pills that are going to do nothing for his. Oh, well, I angina. thought you'd. I thought you'd fill them up well, with. Well, then, then yeah. why is he going to such a lot of bother to to? Why can't he just empty those pills and fill them? I thought the whole point is I want something that looks exactly like the same because you can't. Well, yeah, but if you took a pill apart, would tampered. It, wouldn't it look like when if you put it back together again, it would look like it'd been tampered, wouldn't it? Oh, I don't know. I think it would be quite difficult. To well, it doesn't matter whether it's and empty it would be or sealed in a you know in a little blister pack, which is what how pills generally are. Right. Yeah. How's that? So you can get it sealed in the blister pack. Well, he can he can get an empty thing sealed in a blister pack, but he can't then take it out and fill anything in it. So that's why I just thought he was going to give them a, a blank pill. Right. I don't know. I don't think, though, 
it's such an integral part of our storytelling. Yeah, if this that. is a podcast about good storytelling, I think in the same way that we always gave Breaking Bad a little bit of chemical leeway on the making of crystal meth, yeah, I think okay. probably we'll give them a little yeah, bit. No, yeah, I, I, yeah. Knew, I knew that would be a whole to that conclusion. But anyway, I just thought <laughs> you'd be interested to know about yes, uh, uh, Archie yeah. Um Okay, so now I've forgotten where I was. Oh, well, um, so hang, hang on, something I'm confused about yeah. is the church group stroke bereavement group. Yeah. Is it like a bereavement group that's a subsection of the church group? I th I thought it was a bereavement group that happens to be part of the church. I'm guessing because uh, Mike's daughter-in-law, who then we've got Stacy, is it? Stacy. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing she's a member of the church, and therefore that's the one she goes along to. And okay. I mean, they are all members yeah, of the yeah. church, aren't they? Because they say about that when they're doing the building work at the beginning, they all talk about being members of the church, yeah. don't they? Yeah. yeah. So, what do you think is going on between Mike and? Um... Anita, what do well, you see I'm, happening there? I'm guessing that, that this probably be some part of Mike's story in that Mike we've always had as a loner. I mean, really, also his Breaking Bad character, the only dependent he's really had is Kaylee and, well, yeah. and Stacey to a degree as well. And he's... We, yeah, we never saw Stacey to be in Breaking Bad, so... Did we not? We only ever saw his granddaughter. No, yeah. Yeah, I think maybe you're right. But, but, but anyway... All of the stuff he does is really for her, saving money for her. Yeah. So I'm guessing the writers want Mike to have some other um, dependent or cool. someone who he he becomes attached to who's going to be... Can rip him away. <laughs> yeah, that's going to cause him some, some... I mean, in the same way that Gus's boyfriend, you know, is a big sort of motivation for his story, isn't he, in there? Yeah, okay. On Gus's, on Gus's side. I wasn't massively excited by it, somehow. What, by Michael and Anita? No. Well, it depends where it goes, doesn't it? I mean, we don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, it yeah. could be. Nothing really gets me. I, I don't, no, I, I, don't have, I don't have any immediate kind of like, oh, that's going to happen now sort of ideas. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. She seemed fine, but yeah. um, I kind of thought, oh, yeah, so you find somebody who's also, you know, who's also mourning somebody seems yeah. a bit heavy-handed, but um, I also note she is just looking, researching. She's the actress is twelve years younger than um, than uh, Mike is. The Mike, Mike's actor, yeah. No, I would have actually probably guessed a bit more than that. Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's, she's fifty-eight. Right. Um, I thought she looked pretty good for fifty-eight. Yeah, she yeah. did. Mm. Um. So and Mike's. Huge amount of money in his basement. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Where's that from again? I know. When did he earn all that money? <laughs> oh, um, oh, no, is it just the 50 grand that Hector gave him for um, for Tuco going to prison? But for him taking the rap for Tuco with the gun? He looks loads, doesn't it? Looks more than 50 grand in my... We see all these bags of money, there, don't we? We see, like, Walt's half a million dollars in a big holdall, and then we... This yeah, is, well, it's a smaller that looked about, about the same to me. Did you think? Yeah. I mean, Mike's been earning money from other ventures as well, do we yeah, think? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm a bit from working for Daniel before. It's and... weird, but why are we seeing that now? This big it's problem? true, we've never seen it before, have we? And yeah. because it makes you think, why is he Why is he going to work in a car park all overnight after yeah. doing a day's working in a playground? And he is, you know... Is, it, is that like Mike, is that ultra-careful Mike wanting to show that he has somewhere that he gets money from? 
I, I, yeah, I guess, I guess that he's got, you know. Or actually, I think what it is actually is Mike needs to do something his day like this because he's the man that never sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I might as well work in a car well, park. So, he's yeah. thinking. Yeah. But also, um, why does he pay for all the playground? Why is he thinking I'll pay for the playground and not let the church pay for the playground? What's, I mean, why? Is... I just largesse. Mike's not someone. We think of as having largesse for a community, is he? He's a sort of. A... I don't know. I didn't think of that. To be honest, I didn't particularly notice that line. I just thought they stuck it in as a, a line. I mean, I assumed they only meant he was he went Buying to the, the builders' yard and went a bit bought a bit of cement. Not that he's invested in a. Well, it doesn't really fit with our idea that he works in the in the car park to keep his cover. Then, if he's going to throw a load of money around just like that, just to well, pay for. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but he wouldn't be like you know hundreds of dollars. No, I suppose cement park. Yeah. Bit, yeah. Um, okay, that's not very exciting. Um, no. So next was uh, Kim, I think, wasn't it? Yes, With okay. um, Kim going to see... Paige? Paige at Mesa Verde, yeah. So and she kind of has a bit of a wobbler and yeah. talks about her guilt. Yeah, that, um, I, I loved her meditation technique in the car beforehand. Did you see that? Was that did, you, did you I think that's that, what she was doing? I didn't think that was meditation. I thought that was her having a micro-nap. I thought she was having so little sleep that she's like, ah. okay, I'm just going to have a little nap here. And then... Uh, and her alarm goes off. Oh, that Oh, really I thought this hurt. was her doing meditation just for like a minute. I thought she was just like sitting there kind of... Oh. The alarm goes off immediately. I know, but it could have been sleeping as well. I just thought, because it felt like she was... I thought that's how it was cut, to give you that sense of, well, I'm just going to have a nice little nap. And then instantly is this horrible alarm. Yeah. Goes off and it ruins your, your good vibe. I did find her, her sort of like um, guilt over Chuck came a little bit out of nowhere. Like, you thought she'd have discussed it a bit more with Jimmy first, wouldn't you? Or we'd have seen a bit more of her discussion with Jimmy. We don't feel that Kim and Chuck had a particular... I have had any... I have a bit of a relationship. Obviously, you know, yeah. we worked at the same firm and he was her boss. But, um... Is this... Are we, are we seeing this as the writer's, um method of driving something between Kim and Jimmy, you think? Is this kind of like, you know, Jimmy? Jimmy's obviously going down the road of... I really couldn't give a give a toss about Chuck yeah, anymore because he yeah. is just getting more angry with him and, yeah. and and other things. And we talk about that last thing, obviously. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, no, okay. So it could be, it could be. Did you believe her sort of wobbler with Paige where she says, "Are you going to check check it in this book?" Well, I didn't book. completely, but I believe it was so because Kim is so down the line normally. She's so, so in control, isn't she? Professional. Yeah, I. I, I, we've never seen her do anything remotely like yeah. that before. I didn't completely buy that she'd behave no. like that, to be okay. honest. I thought this was I, It kind of reminded me if... I mean, we don't know exactly the right, the writer's reason for doing this yet, but it kind of slightly reminded me of some of our complaints about Skylar in Breaking Bad occasionally, when she's her character is slightly twisted for plot reasons in order to get some yeah. of the story to work. And yeah. I, I felt that's slightly going on here as well. They're yeah. slightly... I've never, we've never really seen evidence of Kim's, Kim's sort of loyalty to Chuck before or her feelings of guilt towards Chuck before, but yeah, okay. but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, only a small, a small yeah. kind of gripe, really. So we have, what, the... sorry, mm. just get that's about that scene again, though. What I really liked about the scene was the way they ended it with like, so Kim apologizes for, um, yeah, for being unprofessional and she goes back into her sort of like being a really proper lawyer again kind of thing. And then you realise, okay, you're back into all this lawyer speak. And I don't bother letting go to the end of a sentence. Just cut it in the middle of a sentence because there's no need for us to know anymore. So I really yeah, like that. No, I didn't particularly notice, actually. Oh, did you uh, not? Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, I thought it was cool. good. Yeah. 
Um, well, you because you always have with um, you know, there's always this sort of screenwriting maxim about like you choose when you begin the scene and when you end the scene, and like you know, it says begin as late as possible when you're as close to the interesting stuff as you can and leave out them, yeah, and then get out as soon as you've done what you need to do, and you thought. Okay, they went. They went kind of like for half a sentence of the loyally stuff, and I was like, "Right, we're done now." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know where this is going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know where this is going. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. So the, I think we come to the point where you have got Jimmy and Kim going, kind of trying to cheer themselves up by going to really, really horrible bar. Yeah, that <laughs> bar is weird, isn't it? It's like half of horrible people <laughs> yeah why did they choose to go there is it just because it's the bar where they've done their schemes before they've got scamming know. schemes the scamming thing you obviously yeah. we've got this and i like the thing before we sort of had this idea that the two of them have had well this is well we've seen giving, it in the early seasons yeah, haven't we? Yeah. yeah but this is giving extra kind of extra feeling that this isn't just like a a one-off or though it's not just that it's happened a few times before we, we get to know these characters at all. Yeah. It feels like they know all loads of schemes and yeah. they've done this many times. Um, but also, you feel that like they now do it as a, they'll come up with schemes, but they don't actually enact them. Yeah, they? because in the past they're respectable yeah. people now. Yeah, but it's so sad here really, isn't it? Because they're not getting any fun out of it anymore. They're kind of, they're sitting there doing it and, and both of them are in two bad mood to actually enjoy yeah. suggesting them it seems really sad and of course when jimmy sort of sees that guy and he's like and then he'll come over to you and then he'll think he can get you know and he's sort of feeling really bad about himself and so he describes himself yeah. as though and i'll just be the drunk loser and like actually i am the drunk loser and it's getting a bit too into it I, I i quite like that scene i mean i liked it overall i just thought it really weird that these characters that these that they would, they wouldn't find a nicer freaking bar to go to, you <laughs> yeah. know, somewhere with a bit of music. Well, maybe like, that's their thing, like going to a bar like that and pointing out the people that they could scare. I suppose Jimmy yeah. likes the sort of some parts of the high life as well, so that looks yeah. like a really poncy, expensive bar. I, I must say, I in the same way we were just talking about Kim and not slightly buying her guilt about Chuck, I'm also slightly not buying Jimmy's. Jimmy's anger that he's getting I mean he's he's just beaten Chuck kind of thing you know okay he might have been he might have been suspended for a year but he has kind of like got one over on him okay no I don't mind that I mean he's had this uh a succession of well, as a few we see him having the problems with the community service thing so that he yeah you know he's on the phone he can't do his business and it's stopped uh, you know and he got to do come back and repeat the day because he's had the great yeah oh right so you're saying you're saying his anger and is all down to that really well, rather than chuck i thought so yeah i thought oh, okay. it's like a repeated thing it's kind of like oh god now realizing and like you you get this idea of him going through this red tape and he's trying to get this probably really expensive insurance cancelled yeah which is the last scene um i could i don't know i've had a few days of sorting out things on phones i think it could make me pretty suicidal i just thought his kind of pointed comments about the real wanker guy on the other side of the room mm. um was kind of directed at someone who he sort of associated with chuck a little bit you know we could take this guy down meaning this guy throwing his money and his sort of status around right. I, but maybe i'm maybe i'm reading too much into that i think yeah. we might be yeah. Well, I was just thinking about 
the characters, the character of grifters in in fiction generally. Yeah. Well, maybe the film The Grifters. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, but like, they're in often many films. They are beloved characters, aren't they? And I yeah. suppose in the same way that you know any criminal can be a beloved character, but really scam artists. Uh, yeah, scam yeah. artists yeah. are. I don't know. They're probably really not nice people. I mean, no. But somehow their scams are well. They're kind of aesthetically beautiful in some yeah, ways, aren't they? They, they, they have yeah. a good narrative arc yeah. and a good story. They're a good storytelling device, aren't they? So, yeah. So we have a fiction of grifters being kind of wonderful romantic characters, whereas I think that's quite a long way from the real you know, reality. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. that's just my point. I don't know if I have any more to go there. Um, are we on to the last scene with well, well, yes, so we have, so that was sort of, um, interesting Jimmy's behaviour in that scene, wasn't it? Like, were yeah. you kind of slightly wondering whether it was real or not? His something? Oh, yeah, very much so. Yeah. I don't, I... You, well, you were meaning his sort of like breaking into tears in front of the insurance woman. Yeah. 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 I think there's a certain amount of that is real to, you know, to Jimmy. Do you? Well, I did up until the point where... He um, until we find we see that really he's he's um, making think twice about ensuring Chuck. Yeah, yeah. Obviously yeah. that that comes up. I think I think he just he's I think he's honestly thinking he's no. I I I felt that was a genuine thing that he was right. upset and he's embarrassed and. He thinks of that on the spot. That was my thinking. Right. I, I mean, I think you okay. could interpret other ways. Yeah. I don't think it's... I, oh, I suppose which makes him less culpable for essentially... And we don't know what the consequences yet this will be. You know, we don't know how serious this will be for Chuck, but that's really, really shitty for him to do that to Chuck, you know. Really. So yeah. if, if he's done that in a... Uh, a premeditated way of thinking, having this big scam of scheme of doing this, and I do, you know, exactly what happened. There. I don't think he knew that Chuck was insured by the same people, did he, at the beginning of that scene? Um, not necessarily. We don't know. We don't know, but it seems un unlikely he'd know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's only one insurer, possibly even. Maybe. I've no idea. Yeah. But um, no. Did you think it was premeditated and he had? This uh, scheme? no, no, I don't. I think he probably did it on on the spot. I mean, I mean. Chuck's kind of done the same thing to him in some ways, hasn't he? He's kind of made his yeah. legal position, his position as a lawyer, very difficult, and that's what he's doing back to Chuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and again, yeah. I don't, I don't completely buy. Given Jimmy's incredible loyalty to Chuck for so long throughout this series, I don't completely buy his yes. flipping over into. No, I could see him yeah. flipping over and thinking, at least I'm going to fight him. I'm going to fight him in this court case. I'm going to use every. I'm going to use any yeah. anything at this point. But once he's, you know, once, once I would have, one, I would have expected him to even possibly just go back to looking after him again. I thought he might do that. Yeah. I thought he might feel well guilty like Kim does. But so I think it because it makes Jimmy much less likable in some ways, doesn't it? Now he's not like looking well, after Chuck. Well, remember Jimmy is going to turn into Saul, and Saul isn't as likable. Yeah. True. I mean, is that is He's that sort extremely of... lovable, as he says to the little woman. <laughs> to the George woman. Yeah. 
I really don't think he understands how insurance works, does he? He says, well, can we just hold it off unless somebody makes a claim? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it if insurance worked like that. Yeah. That'd be great. What I mean is it's a difficult writer's position, isn't it? Because the less likeable you make Jimmy, the more we're sort of like, the more we're, the less we're with him, aren't we? Yeah. Whilst he was looking after Chuck, we're really with him. As a... um, yeah, 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 yeah. But, well, I don't know. I mean, Walter White in, eventually becomes a really unlikable character. True, but we but managed to yeah. hold in there with him because in all, all the times we feel he's still doing stuff for his family in many ways, which I, is kind of true I, the entire I, way through, just about. I yeah. don't know. I would disagree with that. Now we're re-watching Breaking Bad. I really don't think that. I think he's. it's become his own purpose quite early on and he says that himself at the end of Breaking Bad doesn't he? He does at the end of Breaking Bad yes but I I think and I, I think so, so for me when I rewatch it I kind of feel yeah that's actually come into play a lot earlier so I I'm sort of all you know I feel earlier on that Walter White's not that but what's uh, what's Walter doing with you know all the immense amount of money he has in season five he's um He's giving it all to his kids, basically, isn't he? Yeah, I know yeah. that he's going to, you know, he, he isn't doing it for the money for himself, but that's not, he did it because he loved it. He did it because he enjoyed it. Yeah, but I think I, I think. Well, I you still, think that's. I still felt, I could still always feel the underlying original motivation for Walter White, even when, even when he probably, he sort of like consciously wasn't doing it for for his original intentions anymore, for his family anymore. Yeah. Still, well, yeah, but I think you could have the same thing with Jimmy. Jimmy may turn into a turd, but maybe if, if he can take us on a journey that we really believe and we can understand why he could become like that, then we'll still be with him because we think, well, I, may, I might be in the same person in the same circumstances. So what's That's the... Like, well, you know, it's good fiction. What's do. Jimmy's ultimate motivation here then? What's he trying to get back to? Just being a, being a standard lawyer? <laughs> Being a good lawyer, having a lawyer practice with Kim, is that kind of it? I guess so. That's kind of what he would has as a bit of a dream because he didn't want to be a lawyer in a big law firm because he no. hated that. He likes being the slight wheeler dealer lawyer with all his all his old ladies and the wills, doesn't he? That's his kind of thing. Yeah, does it really? There's a part of me that thinks it doesn't really seem to be. You know, like uh, the the Jimmy we know. Also, you can't imagine him being completely satisfied by that. I think. I think. Fred Saul probably basically doesn't have the same um, uh, um, sort of direct the purity of Walter White's yeah. um, uh, motivation. For the, very, for the very reason that we can't define what Jimmy's motivation is, kind what of tells us that in some ways, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we are, we are gasping a bit, but <laughs> it, it'll do. Yeah, no, yeah. it will, and, and it leads to... You know, I, I, I'm happy to watch Jimmy's schemes for any number of weeks, really, like trying to get back to earning some money again or, yes. or whatever. Yeah. Yes, because he does do a good advert. He does do, I yeah. Do, I love his sort of, like, the way he gets the guy, the guy does the take twice. Yeah. Exactly the same way. Yeah, it's perhaps probably worse. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Yes, you got it. And he makes him feel so good about it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. God. So I don't think I have any more to say about this one, really. Uh, I don't think so. I no. think this is a little bit of a... Um, yeah, it's a little bit of a sort of a... a uh, dropping impact, a little bit of a letdown. Well, not a letdown, but a little bit of a... Like the last episode, the previous episode, was so delightful, really, that this is... A, obviously, you can't quite keep up the same standard, I think. But Yeah, that's... Yeah. Um, that's okay. That's how it works. You have some... Yeah. The, the lots of good points. Okay. Yeah. Okie dokie.
Okay, so uh, if anyone would like to contact the podcast, you can, as always, email us at uh, betteroverhaulsaul at ethancrane.com. That's C-R-A-N-E.com. Or you can leave a message on our uh, podcast page. Just go to ethancrane.com and follow the links to Better Overhaul Saul. And otherwise, we shall see you next week for episode eight. Okay, Bye. See you then. Bye-bye.